Hi, this is Jared Cardinson with Future Vision First, where we move you from information to insight. I am so glad that you could join us for this episode, and I'm so glad that everybody's enjoying our podcast and that we are increasing in value, we are continually growing, and we are continually increasing our understanding of changes and trends in society so that we can create our future. Having said that, today's podcast is going to be about entering the acceleration zone, um, moving into hyperspace. And for some of you, that might sound very flowery. Hyperspace? What about hyperspace? What about acceleration? Sounds like a science fiction movie. Actually, speaking about space and acceleration, there's been a change in space in the way people have worked and how people are now educated. And that's going to be the topic of today's podcast is changes in the workplace and how technology has enabled changes in the workplace and in places of learning. So stick around because we're going to be talking about how remote work is changing society, how remote learning is changing society, and what the implications are for the future. Now, this might have been covered already by somebody else. You might have heard about this already. But the perspective that I am speaking about is the perspective of understanding how it affects the person, not just the change in society. Because with COVID and everything happening with COVID, many companies have been forced to work remotely. Many people have been forced to work from home. However, people now, they are at a stage where a lot of them are going back to work, they're going back to working in the physical environment, and a lot of people are unsure. Should they work at home? Should they stay at work? Which one is better? And really, when we talk about remote working and learning, we're talking about a change in space because you're not around the same people anymore, and there's no structure, there's no direct supervision, and a change in time. You can choose your hours because there's nobody looking over your shoulder. Unless you work for Amazon, of course, where they have infrared webcams in order to check employees. Hmm. Anyway, the most important thing is that when we talk about this change in space and time is to understand the history of work. And the whole third industrial revolution mindset was Okay, learners need to come to school and the traditions and the reasons for school, part of the reason for school initially and the way it was structured was to prepare learners for factory work. So that already tells you that they had to show up on time, they had to be there on time, they had to go home at a certain time, they had to work at a certain time, they had direct supervision. However, as technology has changed, uh, the internet becoming more accessible, Um, technologies and software to meet up online, becoming more and more sophisticated and able to do more things, it has enabled more people to work remotely. And so as more people work remotely, the question becomes, why are we still in our public education systems not embracing uh, the remote work ethic and ethos so much? Because it's very important that when we understand that if remote work is something of the, for the future, it's going to only increase. We cannot prepare our learners for a work environment where they will expect to have direct supervision and formal structured environment. No, they need to learn, as they say in Microsoft 21 CLD, 21st century learning design, they need to learn 
how to regulate themselves need to learn how to solve problems by themselves with the internet and this is the biggest issue the biggest shake up in time and space is that then work environment that was physical carried with it so many pieces of tradition so many pieces of culture and best practice that were built up over a period of time that in the remote online working environment no longer work and so the question becomes why would you educate somebody into something that is no longer working why would you still teach people uh, you need to do show up on time and um, for the specific thing and you need to follow the direct supervision of somebody else and there will be somebody else to help you solve the problems instead of learning how to solve the problems yourself and don't get me wrong punctuality is important and a remote work requires even more discipline than working in person because you have to regulate yourself but at the same time it's the mindset shift it's recognizing that you need to be that disciplined person recognizing that nobody's going to watch over you and so many people have that mindset still that somebody needs to watch over me. And now we get to the, the meat and potatoes of the matter. We speak about the fact that remote work underlines the greater need for strong values, personal values, and to be able to work in a culture of independent problem solvers who are disciplined. Right, that's what remote works. That those are the people that excel in a remote working environment. It's not people that are looking for supervision. It's not people that have to be um, held accountable by somebody being physically present. And this is important because that's still the expectation for the people who move from physical work to remote work. However, they need to have a change in mindset. And so, really, we need to be trained, educated, again into the best practices for remote work and it's not just about um showing up on time and being disciplined it's about understanding that it's more about the internals what drives you to do good work that's the thing it becomes more about the internal motivation because there's nobody around you to give you that external motivation obviously if you don't do your job you're not going to do well but it's the same for learners as well it becomes more about discovering and inculcating and building the passion and the culture for learning and excitement for that than actually being strict authoritarian and saying do it this way or else because that's not going to work because in the absence of physical presence building a relationship is even more important than it was in the physical environment in the physical environment your presence was enough to get compliance however in a remote environment your presence is not enough just being present just asking somebody to do something relationships building a culture creating a positive working environment is even more important and that's the change in time and space we were talking about and so we are moving into the acceleration zone because a remote learning or working allows people to be flexible allows people to work on their projects in their own time allows people to work on their personal growth when they're not working on work things yes there needs to be a, a boundary between the work and the personal life but at the same time there's more flexibility with what you can do with your time it's an accelerated zone because so many times people in the office or at school, high schools, they feel constricted from following their passions and living a life that is beneficial to their, themselves and their personality because the environment is so structured and has so many rules in order to get compliance from a big group of people. But when you take that need away, then all of a sudden you have people who are able to create a learning lifestyles working lifestyles that suit their personality and 
This allows them to increase how much they learn and to be more productive because they're working from a place of passion and purpose as opposed to a place of punishment and compliance. So these are some of the things that are changing. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that people should never meet up physically. There's still a place for physical meetups. People still need to socialize. People still need a place to be vulnerable, to see face-to-face, to have um, leadership meetings. All of those things are still physically important, very important, definitely. And that's why the hybrid model of having a physical place to meet and having the remote work is the most viable. And we need to understand that these are the changes that are coming. So and already here because of what has happened globally. So it's time to move into the acceleration zone. It's time to embrace remote work. It's time to look at, are you better suited to remote work? Will you flourish more? And then to look at the best practice of how you can implement remote work in your personal life, if you are going to do some freelancing, or if you're going to have a side hustle, or if your company needs to do more remote work and looking at best practice of remote work so that you can move into the accelerated zone. So for the person, we need to look at how you can use remote work to benefit you personally and create a good, strong working culture for yourself from home and a positive environment. And then for the company, you need to look at how you can use new practices in remote work for hiring new practices, for building a good culture, new practices, new practices, so that you can take advantage of remote work while mitigating the negatives. But moving from the third industrial revolution mindset of you have a physical place to work only, this is where you work, this is your supervisor, to fourth industrial revolution where technology allows people to work remotely and it becomes more about the internal values, the vision, the mission, the goals, passion, that drive people towards wanting to be a part of a company. So that's really the takeaway, is we need to embrace that change. We need to understand that technology allows options, and so we should always be on the lookout for hybrid models, creating hybrid models that allow for maximum flexibility, maximum efficiency, and ultimately maximum success. Right, so we need to remember that at the end of the day, we are creating our future, and the more options technology gives us, the more we are allowed to mold options and futures that we never thought were possible. And that's the important thing is to have that open mindset towards this change, towards this change in space and time, so that we aren't caught out by it, left behind, still thinking in a third industrial way when it's the fourth industrial revolution. This is Jared Connell, so with Future Vision First. Remember, the future belongs to those who create it. We're not afraid. We're not afraid of the future at all because we are creating our future and we are moving from information to insight.